Good morning. Monday, May 22nd. Uh, hopefully you had a good weekend. Uh, my we- weekend was filled with uh, lawn work, watching, watching the PGA Championship, which was awesome. If, you, if you're a golfer, uh, Michael Bloom, who is a club professional in um, California, who actually my friend has played with, uh, ironically, before. Um, but he wound up hitting a hole in one uh, yesterday and just kind of taking the country by st- the golf country, I should say, by storm. Um, but the 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 most ironic thing that had happened this day in history, and and make no mistake, this is a historic event. Thirteen years ago today, thirteen years ago today, this man right here paid ten thousand dollars. Uh, for two pizzas, 10,000 Bitcoin for two pizzas. That 10,000 Bitcoin today is worth $270 million. Uh, that guy probably isn't retired. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that's like the, uh, the guy who sold Apple. Um, you know, that would be worth billions of dollars today, the stock. The guy who I guess held um, the lease for the garage that uh, Jobs and Wozniak started and sold his rights for a couple hundred bucks or something. Uh, but yeah, 10,000 Bitcoin, $270 million. He'd be living a different life. Uh, if you are not following me on the social, uh, like Facebook, our private Facebook group, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, yesterday Trendspider had a pop-up 50% off sale. I announced it on all the social medias that if you used my uh, link, I would give you my algorithm, um, the four-hour, the 65-minute watch list, market scanner, everything so you could trade like me. Uh, I made mention TrendSpider for me personally. The reason I use TrendSpider, the reason I have TrendSpider is to take emotion out of trades. So for instance, uh, we have quite a few traders in the, the private Facebook group who say, you know, I just have stayed in it too long. Uh, my problem, just like everybody else, is when do you get out? It's never when do you get in, it's when do you get out. Uh, and I, I wind up staying in too long. Well, I bought TrendSpider to try and take emotion out of the trades. The two algorithms that I have, the algorithms that TrendSpider gives you, um, because make no mistake, there is a, a, there are a bunch quite a few strategies in TrendSpider that I don't use. Uh, and if you just sit on a Sunday and you're watching golf and you're sitting there and you, uh, with your laptop, you could find 20, 30 different strategies that will absolutely work for you uh, within TrendSpider. So you don't have to use mine. You can use anything that you want. But it was a 50% off sale. Uh, these happen from time to time. I tell you, the biggest one that, that I typically have is the, the Black Friday. Um, it is crazy that the Black Friday sale, 50% off, gets you under $400 for the year for TrendSpider. So subscribe to the socials. Um, make sure, you know, if YouTube, maybe you have a notifications on, uh, but pay attention to them if you're in the market for TrendSpider. And I tell everybody, make sure that your, um, your trading size, that your portfolio size, that your capital allocation for trading is large enough to justify about $400. You do need the elite level for the backtesting strategy, which is the, the what I call the algorithms. Um, it backtests 
So um, you do need uh, the elite level. So it's the middle level. Uh, and that's all I use. I don't, do not use the professional. But again, it was a surprise sale. Um, Bank of America strategists today raised their year-end target uh, for the S&P from 4,000 to 4,300. Uh, that is an assumption, a pretty big assumption, that the debt ceiling gets lifted. The, in the short term, make no mistake, this market is not trading on inflation. It is not trading on Fed minutes. It is not trading on anything other than that debt ceiling. Um, and the debt ceiling today, I think Biden's flying back. McCarthy's going to meet with him. The rumor is that uh, over the weekend with uh, Biden out of town, some of the more extreme portions of his uh, negotiating team tried to walk back some of the uh, Republican things that they had agreed to, blah, blah, blah. So, um, but my personal opinion, you know, listen, if you're worried about the spending, worry about the, the, the actual, um, you know, income as well. Raise taxes. Go ahead. I, I mean, you know, there, there was a 60 Minutes piece last night on just the spending uh, from the Pentagon. And I mean, come on. You know, spending is out of control. We all know it. They're not doing enough to curb, you know, the spending. Um, but taxes at some point have to go up as well. So if you're worried about taxes killing the economy, work with them. Cut the spending. Cut, the, you know, increase the taxes. Get us back to a balanced budget like we were under Clinton. Simple as that. And, and you know, again, the, the debt ceiling was negotiated under Clinton, and that's how they got to a balanced budget. So uh, I do think that there's, there's value on both sides there. Uh, hopefully we get a deal done, because if we don't get a deal done, vote everybody in there. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. If they are sitting in the House, in Congress, vote them out. There is nobody worthwhile in Congress if they don't get to a deal. So, um, and that's it. And specifically vote the leadership out. Uh, I, am not a big Trump fan. It does look like right now, if the president election were to be, it would be Biden and Trump. Um, I, I would go third party, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I'm not a big Biden fan either. But, um, the big news of the morning is that Chevron has kicked off the buying, um, uh, of energy companies. And they bought a company called PDCE. The deal is for $6.3 billion in stock. Um, that, and I just did the math kind of off my head and listening to some of the CNBC news topics. That is a 33% premium over the $65 price that it closed at. Um, it's a huge deal in my mind for PXD, which is Pioneer Natural Resources. But let's just take a look at PDCE. It's trading right now. Here's Active Trader Pro trading at $70.49. So uh, that is much less than a 33% increase. So you might have an opportunity to buy. We always talk about um, Activision Blizzard uh, being the, the, the most recent buy out there that, you know, $95 price target is trading at about $75, but who knows what's going to happen with that one. This one looks like it's going to be a done deal. The reason I say it's big for PXD 
is because PXD was uh, rumored, Exxon was rumored to be buying PXD. Um, and we had a, just had a crossover at 208.50. I'm probably going to add to my position here. I bought a small position. It's close to the ex-dividend date again. You see the last ex-dividend date, we kind of took a leg lower and you went down below 200. I'm going to add because the algorithm tells me to add. And I'm going to add to a small position and I'm not going to overdo it. Um, I've got about 10% of my complete position size, uh, but I am going to hold this for one year. And part of the reason I'm going to hold this for one year is I think energy is as low as it's going to go in the 70 some dollar range. Um, and PXD, while I wait for it to get there, they're paying an 11% dividend. The problem with PXD and every energy company is that the, the, the comps on the next quarter are going to be so bad. Uh, last year, June was the high. I think oil got to 170, 150, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, we're going to see, and let's just take a look at um, UCO is where I usually trade oil. Um, and if we go back to last June, uh, you will see, ba -ba -ba -ba, here we go. <clears throat> it was June 8th. This, was, this stock was at $53. Today, it's at $24. So if you're comparing PXD's quarters, you're going to be comparing it to oil that is significantly more expensive and selling for higher prices last year. But this has been a complete shit show on the way down as far as the price of oil. So if you, if you do want to, if, if you're new to listening and you may not know this, UCO is the price. It's an ultra uh, ETF for the price of crude oil, uh, Bloomberg crude oil in, in particular. Now, if, if you knew that the price was going to go down, SCO was going to be your trade. And if we go back to June of last year, and let's pull this back, bah, 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 pull this back to June. And we look, um, June of last year, $19 it was trading for. Now, it hasn't gone up as much. It's not a 36 it's 26 But look at all that. I mean, just murky. Trade it around the 200-day. It's over the 200-day right now. Don't buy it. Trade it when it gets below the 200-day. Maybe it goes up above the 200-day. The, the governments are manipulating crude prices and energy prices 100%. Um, but I do think that this, uh, Chevron purchase of PTCE, um, uh, is big and it should kick off some type of, of, uh, flurry of energy, small caps being bought by the big caps. Let's talk about spy weekly, uh, spy weekly. It's still in this range. We talked about 420 being the, uh, <laughs> the kind of resistance level. Well, last week, the high was 420.72. Right now, you're trading at 418. You've got the debt ceiling involved. You've got Yellen saying, hey, June is the hard deadline. Um, you got the president coming back from the G7. Um, you've got all kinds of things. Right now, the RSI is at 58. It's kind of in no man's land. The, the MACD is high. The market looks like it's a bit extended, but if we get that uh, debt that debt ceiling deal, and kind of see 420 being beaten. 
So you can bet on it, you can do whatever you want, but Spy Weekly, it still stays within this wedge. The 200 days right at 377. So uh, we're quite a bit above that. We are in a bull market. Um, I, I just wonder, are we getting back up to the 472? Uh, again, Bank of America says 4,300 by the end of the year. That's quite a bit up from where we are today. So if you wanted to invest in stocks and think that this is uh, the quote unquote October lows, you go back to October here. If you think that these are the lows and we're going to go to 4,300, or even if you think we're going to go to 4,000 and we're going to get to 4,300, this might not be a bad time to add to some of your strategies. Um, and that's SPY. QQQ, on the other hand, if we take a look at the weekly on the QQQ, you can see the algorithm had you in at 320 or at 336. That's just incredible on an indices uh, basis. Uh, short run bull here. Uh, here's the weekly. You're still not in a wedge, but you have all the confirmation. You're above that nine day. You're only halfway to the 391, which was back in December uh, 2021, um, which was the highs. So you're only halfway back. Uh, so I, I think it does make sense to try and take some risk, uh, maybe put some money to work. It's not something where I'm putting all of my eggs in a basket. Um, uh, old resistance becomes new support. So once we hold that 420 for a week, I think then you can say, hey, we're going back to these, you know, 390, 400 area on a QQQ. I think that's when you can say, yeah, we're going to go up there. Uh, my weekly stock pick, he picked Microsoft again. And I've said it, I think this is the third week in a row. It is a, a, a bullish stock. I mean, you can see from here, 295, 97. I said, get it under 300. I thought you could. Um, there's still this gap down here between 278 and 292. It doesn't look like it's going away. Uh, ChatGPT released their app. Uh, I noticed this weekend, uh, I think I've said this, I'm being pulled into an Earthlink lawsuit, uh, which F you people that, that want me to you know, testify, I hate everybody. Um, but uh, uh, I actually went into ChatGPT and Bard. And I put in the link to the lawsuit. And I said, summarize this for me. And ChatGPT is looking at links now. So it's actually looking at the live internet. I don't know that it's trained on the live internet. We know that BARD is trained on the live internet. But it's interesting. Uh, and so Microsoft, when do they get their button to integrate it into their, uh, their uh, entire um, office suite? It's just oversold. Look at that. 69.45 is the RSI. You're almost at 70. Look at how high that, that MACD is. You just crossed your uh, ex-dividend date, which means I got a bunch of dividends and I bought up here at 312 because I reinvest my dividends just like Apple. I just reinvest the dividends. So I bought some up there. Probably not as much as Apple, but close to it. I mean, I have a lot of Microsoft stock. I did sell some in December. Probably a mistake because it was down here at 230. I thought it was a little extended. Doesn't look extended now, but it is the my weekly stock pick. He is down for the year. I have no doubt in my mind he will wind the year up. Uh, over the past three years, I think he's up three hundred and eleven percent. So he's doing really, really well. Uh, let's talk about Tesla. There are a couple things on Tesla, <clears throat> uh, and if I did, if you didn't listen on Friday, uh, Tesla's autopilot for me on my drive back from uh, New Jersey to Atlanta was absolutely phenomenal, just phenomenal. 
Um, so I'm a big believer in Tesla. I, I you know, long term, I think they've still got uh, 100% the way. 185 is a test point. Uh, you're seeing this gap that's up here between 170 and 180. That's filled. Uh, 163 was the buy-in down here. I did not get in. I am probably adding a small amount here at 180. Uh, hoping that we get past 185. If we get back down here to the 150, I mean, I I've been burned by this one trying to wait out, um, getting a lower gap, and it just never filled. And as we get further away, it becomes less likely this this one gets filled. Uh, with the the RSI up here at 66, I think it's a little extended, uh, but I don't want to miss it because again, 185 is a test level. If we get above that and hold it. In pre-market, you're at 180.88. Um, so uh, the there is, and I wanted to show you this. Oh, before I show you that, let's look at Tesla seasonality. You go back to June 2010 when it IPO'd. Um, June is the most profitable month going back 13 years. 75% of the time in June, Tesla was positive. Uh, average rate of return for June, 8.68%. Thank you, TrendSpider, for that. Uh, seasonality down here on TrendSpider, again, you can't get any better than TrendSpider. Uh, but what I wanted to do was take you over to the, daily, uh, the private Facebook group, and I posted this. Uh, TrendSpider shared a, when building a long strategy, use baseline condition like price above 200 SMA is a great way to avoid a dead cat bounce. The 520 SMA cross strategy on Tesla performs well, but adds over 200% when the price is also above the 200 day. You click on that. It takes you to TrendSpider, follow the link. Um, and then essentially you can log in and import, uh, or sign up and import, and you can see uh, we will subscribe. There we go. And I got to go back here to TrendSpider now. B -b -b Click here to open it. So I just imported it, and it's a strategy into my thing. It doesn't belong to me, but I can run it, and it'll show it on the screen up here. It won't. I have to change my uh, my look. But here's what it is. Entry at 171.82. And you're in it. So for Melissa on Facebook who says, would I be in it? Does it say to buy? It says to buy at 171.82 and you're at 180. So it, it's uh, so far, let's see. Um, this provides you a performance chart of 1,144% over four years. Uh, versus 1,338% with the asset performance. So um, the big thing is 21 positions, 52% are winners. So with the volatility, it protects you from an enormous downside. Um, it doesn't perform as well as just buying and holding, but that's because this one has just been a crazy, crazy good uh, uh, stock. We can go to a shallow test of 1,000 candles. Um, it protects you because, again, you lose 1% versus over 1,000 candles, which is seven months. You would be down 13% on Tesla. So it does protect you a little bit. But it's a great strategy. Uh, Tesla 520 with 200-day uh, by TrendSpider.
And if you want to look at the strategy, you basically scroll down and it shows you the actual strategy. But subscribe to TrendSpider on uh, Twitter, on, on uh, Facebook. They, they post some incredible, incredible strategies. Uh, but again, June is a strong month. Uh, 185 is a test point for Tesla. And uh, the 520 crossover says get in at 171. So I'm adding to my position at 180. I think it's a little bit. Uh, I have a question for everybody. Um, and, and I don't know the answer for this because I haven't fully thought it out in my head. But this morning I read an article. There's an olive oil shortage. Uh, prices of olive oil, they're up 46% over last year. Uh, and it's because of a severe drought in Spain. Uh, I don't know how to invest this. I'm going to think about it. But 46% over a year. Remember what I always tell you too, uh, whether your grandmother is making meatloaf for Christmas, it is already priced into the market. So understand that even though I am saying this and it's in the news, it's already priced into the market. I'm just wondering how do we take advantage of this? Um, Filippo Berrio, who's a top oil, uh, olive oil brand in New Jersey, said it's the most challenging time on record with the lowest crop yield in 30 years. So it's out there. I don't know how to invest it. I'm going to think about it. Um, you know, it's, it, that's an expensive one. Now, I, I don't know about you. Olive oil is a daily uh, thing in my life, so I love it. Let's talk about earnings. Zoom is coming up. I think it's today. Uh, let's see. It's today after the bell. Uh, Zoom has been on a tear. Uh, yeah, March 20, May 22nd, post-market. 61.43 was the bounce. Now, the algorithm protects you. It does not make money. It protects you in making 57% um, versus, I'm, I'm sorry, it loses you 57%. Uh, the Actually, buying and holding the asset loses you 78%. So the algorithm does protect you on this one. I'm not a huge Zoom fan, but if they do something crazy and post some type of earnings, you may see a huge pop in this. If we go to the 65-minute algorithm, it just got you out with a 7% gain, but it got you back in at 69.40. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Does this one make sense to buy here on the 65-minute um, algorithm? I'm going to scroll back to the, oh, and I've got True Green outside, my neighbors. Uh, look at what it did on the last earnings. <clears throat> you had, it was trading at 73. It got you in right at the time of earnings at 75. Um, it went up to 76 and then it just dropped back down and you can see you got back there um, in april but you haven't really done anything since then uh, if we pull this this volume level back and we look at where most people are holding uh, the support level would be 64 um, if you break down below 68 so i think you could have some significant um, stop loss, meaning a super tight stop loss of um, uh, 68. And if it goes up, great. Sell it on a, a scalp it on the 65 minute. Um, you know, if it goes up uh, on earnings after today, if it goes down, sell it. If it starts to just tank and, and you need to sell it, sell it. That's kind of my thing on Zoom earnings. Um, Dick's Sporting Goods is also reporting. 
Uh, I'm going to go back to the four-hour one here. Um, Dick Sporting Goods is reporting after the bell. Retail has been completely decimated. Uh, you can see this is the four-hour algorithm. It got you out on May 2nd, hasn't gotten you back in. There's gaps down here. This gap down here at 103, I'm slightly concerned if the consumer is as weak as expected. Personally, I like Dick's. I've gone in there. It's the only place where you can really get some decent um, running clothes and running sneakers uh, that kind of match. If you go to the outlet malls, if you go to the stores, if you even shop on like Puma and Under Armour's app, they don't sell like, you know, put together like the same color kind of scheme stuff. So I like Dick's for that because they do sell that stuff. Um, but they're coming up. It is, is it today? Uh, tomorrow pre-market so you would have to trade it today uh i it got you out i don't know that it's worth it i kind of saw it the big earnings this week it's nvidia on wednesday um nvidia has just been a monster 275 was the buy here uh over uh, two years uh the asset is up 98 percent uh, the algorithm makes you 84%. Uh, you can see here, uh, the earnings was a good time to buy at 213 on the last earnings back in February, and you've continued to go up. The issue is, and I hate to always bring this up because I've missed out on NVIDIA because of this, the PE is 179. The question always is, do they just grow into that PE because they increase their uh, earnings that much? Uh, year to date, they're up 113. Target price. Average target price is 292 and you're, th you're trading at 312. I don't know that it makes sense to get into this one. And I think with the run, um, remember, there are 1.25% uh, single stock ETFs. So you've got NVDS, uh, which is the short, this is the bear. So if for some reason, uh, NVIDIA goes down, this will go up. Uh, it's at 1370, doesn't have a buy in the algorithm. Uh, it is down the, the RSI. It is completely down in the, the bottom doldrums. It's at 30, uh, but the, the stock has just been on fire. And at 1370, maybe you could get a bounce on here if for some reason NVIDIA posts something, you know, that they're going to pop on the, the, the call, I think, because uh, Jensen Wong is going to bring up AI. AI is going to be mentioned. My guess, the over-under is 5,000 times <laughs> on that one-hour call. Um, if you think that it's going to go up uh, and you think NVIDIA is a good play, NVDL, it's 1.25 times. This one has just been a monster, an absolute monster um, of a performer all the way since January. Uh, it was down here at 19. It's at 55 right now. That is a significant gain over what NVIDIA has done, which is op up over uh, 100%. Let's see. NVDL uh, is the long one. Uh, year to date, it's up 194%. So it's almost doubled. So while it's 1.25, it's almost doubled. And that's just because people are buying the hell out of it. Um, oh, I'm freezing. Hold on one second. Sorry about that. I'm going to continue recording. I was on NVIDIA. Um, 
I, I, the recording will work. So when I post the podcast, if all of you guys on live, you'll be able to see the actual charts that I'm showing on the recording. I'll make sure that I post that right after this. It'll maybe take an hour to upload. Um, but NVIDIA, we talked about this one. I just, I don't think it's worth the cost in getting into. Um, so play NVDS and NVDL. Uh, another one that's reporting earnings is Lowe's. Uh, Lowe's, uh, you, Home Depot was the disappointment last week. And you can see where Lowe's sank down here um, to the low was about 193. I said, hey, it's under 200. Probably should get it under 200. Uh, it's already covered its gap up except for the 218 gap up. Do I expect this one to be? up Ugh. i it's not going to 218 uh, i would expect the same kind of commentary and i would expect the same kind of pullback if it gets under the 200 day and lows is one that you want to hold in a long-term portfolio then get it while well, when it's under its 200 day simple as that i don't think this is a good one to trade i don't think it's going to pop 5 10 15 percent i think it's just a decent stock to buy and hold. Uh, another one that's coming out with earnings, uh, I think it's Wednesday, is Costco. Costco, May 25th, is the earnings. Uh, that is Wednesday. It's in this ascending wedge, and you're down at the bottom. I've said, hey, under 500, you should buy this one. Over 500, you should sell it. Costco, I mean, tell me when their, their, um, their parking lots are not full. Uh, tell me when shoppers, you know, don't get into fights in, 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 in Costco parking lots on the weekends. Um, it's crazy. It is expensive. Go over to here at Finviz and you look at Costco. Um, for a retailer, the PE is 36. Year to date, you're up 8%. Um, it's got a dividend of 0.82. The average target price is 548, a full 10% above where you are at now. Uh, now, mind you, the most recent uh, is initiated outperform uh, March 7th, North Coast, neutral Dubai with a $560 price target. That's where that big price target of 548 comes in. It's not hugely covered. Um, from an insider standpoint, you can see everybody's selling in the high 400s. Simple as that. I think 500 is your uh, your your ticker. Um, you can see the executive vice president sold 1.2 million dollars worth uh, at 503. Uh, president and CEO sold 2 million dollars worth at uh, 476. So I I think you're safe buying here at 498 if you want to buy it into earnings 494 right now. I think you're safe because I think your bottom is really put in at 464.80. It's a good long-term buy. Costco isn't going anywhere. Intuit, uh, Intuit, I-N-T-U. Uh, this is one that has earnings coming up May 24th. So it's Wednesday, uh, May 25th is Thursday. So uh, Costco is Thursday. But May 24th uh, here in, let's see. This is 23rd post-market. So tomorrow post-market is into it. Stock season is over. You've covered this gap. I don't see anything enticing about this one, uh, but into it is coming up. Uh, scans. Let's talk about scans. I'm going to 
basically cut this one a little short. <clears throat> Hopefully you can uh, still see it. But uh, Apple, it's got a cross-up. It's a secondary cross-up. The initial cross-up is way back here and March 6th, and it was at 153. You're at 174 right now. You got gaps all the way down. Apple, there's no, uh, you know, the, the, the developer conference is June is the next catalyst for this. There's nothing else. The catalysts down are China tensions, uh, India, um, you know, cost, uh, iPhone kind of sales, you know, not suppliers coming out uh, with low sales, blah, blah, blah. But uh, going back to 1981, let's use the, uh, the seasonality. Going back to 1981, 42 years ago, June uh, is the second worst month for Apple with only 43% um, being positive. So if you're into trading Apple, eh, might be time to start trimming. Personally, I think that the, the headset uh, isn't going to be enough to move the needle. I think some of the watch stuff may be able to move the needle, but I, I, you know, I, I don't know. PayPal has a cross-up. We talked about PayPal being uh, low 60s, kind of being a support here. Uh, it's kind of turning up. Um, the RSI is at 30, $60.84 is the buy. Today, you're opened up at about $60.95. Uh, I will be adding to my position, hoping that the $70, you know, $69.46 to $75 gap here becomes some type of catalyst up, um, you know, some type of magnet. Look at the weekly chart of PayPal. It has broken down. There's no reason to think that you can't come back up, but I've thought that all the way down since 100. So I could be wrong about that one. Moderna, uh, the hype play of Moderna. This one had their earnings. Uh, there's no catalyst for it. It's got a cross up here at 126. Simple as that. Um, Vanguard VEA got a cross up. Uh, Arc G got a cross up. Uh, I'll post these in the private Facebook group for everybody to look at, but ArcG has a cross up. It's a secondary cross up. Uh, this is 29.50 was the buy. You're at 31.33, so a nice 10%. The RSI is at 63. It's going for a run. Might be a good time. I don't know. Uh, ironically, Meta got uh, fined $1.3 billion, and they're up 1%. So go and figure that one out. Airbnb, we talked about Airbnb last week having a cross-up. Didn't give us a price uh, on the cross-up. It did on Friday afternoon at 110.82. So Friday at 110.82, it's kind of floundering around there. The RSI is low. It's at 39. So uh, Airbnb had a cross-up. Uh, 3M, Dow, CSX. They just bought that company for uh, $6.3 billion. It's a secondary cross-up. Uh, I'm sorry, CSX, uh, CSX is a um, uh, train. It's not, I, I see it, VS. I was thinking um, CSV, uh, Chevron. But see, this is a secondary. Look at this. From 28 to 32. Great trade on this one. Great trade. Secondary cross-up. Could be going for another one. Uh, Dow had a cross-up. An interesting one here, Ford. 
Um, you're in this descending wedge right here, um, but 1161, I think they have an investor day. There should be some type of news coming out on these guys. Um, could you get back to the $12, $13 range? Um, it's an interesting one. The RSI is at 48. It's in no man's land. I don't know. Came up on the scan, 1161 is the scan. Uh, my apologies for the technical issues on, um, on YouTube, uh, but I will post the actual video in a little bit. So if you want to see the charts, anything that I talked about, uh, just look for that YouTube video. Hit a thumbs up button. Um, if you are paying more than $30 a month for your phone bill, the visible link down below $25 a month, it's the plan that I'm on. The link down below gets you $20 off your first month of service. Uh, like I said, uh, TrendSpider was on sale yesterday for 50% off. Uh, my discount is 25%, so you still can get a great deal. DSP25, use the link down below. I give you my algorithm. Again, take emotion out of your trades. It's a great, great opportunity. Um, it looks like KRE is up in the, the, the banks. The local and regional banks are up. Um, Meta is up 1.5%. Google's up 2%. Um, Bank of America is up 1%. Just looking at some of these things. Um, Shopify is up another 2% at 61. I think you're going to 70 on that one easily. Tesla is up 1% at 182. Should have gotten it at 180. Uh, United Healthcare is up a little bit. It's at 480. I'm in at 485. Uber is up slightly at 39.40. I think that you buy it under 40, you sell it over 40 on that one. Um, yeah, I think we've got a decent market. I think the, again, I think you're trading um, Green Hill and Company, GHL is up there. Oh, Mizuho Financial is buying Green Hill. Uh, Green Hill is up 116%. The symbol is GHL. Wow. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, hit me up. Take care. Uh, I will talk to you guys later.